Black Girl and Ohm promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash. And Dion Ivory, thank you so much for listening. Hey y'all, it's Lauren Ash with a quick note about this episode. We actually recorded this about a year ago, y'all. Dr. Crystal Jones shares so many gems on her path, on her walk, and also on what was our four-year anniversary theme, Root to Rise. Did y'all know that we're turning five this November? I am so excited to reveal all of the magic that we have in store for all of you as we celebrate year five at Black Girl and Ohm. So be sure to subscribe to join our newsletter so you can be the first to know and get that invite. All right, y'all enjoy the episode. We are in the studio in LA. Yes. Our first time recording I know. in LA. This is amazing. It is. Glowing up, girl. Glow up is real. <laughs> and we are sitting here with our friend. Yes. And just someone spiritual who inspires sister, us. Yes. Dr. Crystal Jones. Yes. Hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> hey, Crystal. Crystal, you are a gift. You have been a part of our community for so long now. Mm-hmm. And, um, we actually had you on the podcast in our second season with Ty as well, but we wanted to have you come back because you have your own special and unique wisdom that we Absolutely. get Absolutely. all the time, like mm-hmm. one-on-one or in groups with you. And we were like, our community needs this I know. direct conversation with yeah. someone who's so special to us. Yes. I love y'all. No, we love you, we love girl. You. You've been giving me my whole life. And I'm happy that our relationship, like we've had some one-on-one time to really cultivate that and nurture that. Um, and you're just someone I just have to be honest with. Like I cannot, I mean, I don't try to lie. You know what I'm saying? But you know when people ask you how you're doing, you're like, girl, I'm good. But when you look at Crystal in her eyes, you yes. just, yeah, you, it's all this conviction that comes. <laughs> I'm serious. True. You think Very I'm true. joking. But knowing that after that honesty, it's yes. going to be met with love. Always. And Crystal, side note, gives the best hugs. She does. She know. picks you up with her heart, which is interesting because she's like petite and like shorter. And I'm like so. a beanstalk. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. But how, how does she be picking us up? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I think it's yeah. adrenaline from all the love. Just love. Yeah. yeah. Love lifts us up. Yeah. Yes. Come yes. through like that little bounce. So we're going to let you introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people in our community already know and love you. Um, and we'd love for you, like right now in this moment, who is Crystal Jones? Crystal Jones is expanding. That's the best way that I can explain me, my aura, how I show up. I am consistently in expansion and I'm really, really moving towards operating in my superpower at all times. So. Yeah. That's how I show up. I'm curious. I ask questions that make people question their entire existence. And that's me. That's that's Crystal. Wow. Wow. And you said your superpower. And we know this because you, you have told us recently. But what <laughs> is, I mean, I feel like you have a few. But what is one of your main superpowers as you see it? Truly curiosity. Hmm. Curiosity. I am curious and it comes from me really wanting to understand God, spirit, the universe. And I believe that that 
entire energy isn't everything. And the only way for me to get to know that more is to continue to ask questions to all of it in an ex- in its expression. So I ask questions mm-hmm. to understand God better. Wow. Oh, that is so beautiful. I love that. I feel like you speak about curiosity a lot. Isn't that yeah. one of your in, in one of your mantras? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because the way I hear you talk about curiosity is very much in a spiritual sense. Yeah. And I think the way that I've talked about curiosity is also spiritual, but I didn't realize it as such. You know, like for for me, I, I talk about curiosity in a way to empower, especially black women, mm-hmm. to give themselves permission to step into a new chapter or a new um, passion project that could then unfold into a complete life redirection. And so I think it is connected to the spiritual sense of, I guess it just always is. No, absolutely. Spiritual, but yeah. again, Crystal here helping us understand <laughs> yeah. new ways of looking mm-hmm. at practices or gifts of ours that we've always utilized. So how has um, curiosity expanded I your life? I literally was about to ask that. Yes. <laughs> In sync. So I think, um, well, I know curiosity has always been something that's been within me, but it expands my life because when I am in this space of transition, I really get to continue asking myself, how is this happening for me? How is this happening as me? And it works within me. And I just treat everybody the way that I want to be treated. Um, I recognize being in the healthcare profession for so long, that is something that schooling kind of shut down for me. I wasn't able to get curious anymore. Mm. I was only trying to hear something or listen to something so that I could figure out how I was going to become this hero. And being curious really allows um, for conversation. And the evolving of me is to always have conversation with people, with things, anything that is the embodiment of God. Wow. So with curiosity, um, I mean, because I consider myself a very curious person. Like, my best friends are always talking about me because I'm like, ooh, shiny. Like, what's that? <laughs> you know? It's like, true. that's literally Dion. I'm like, if I see something, I'm like, I want to know. Because I think that, um, especially with one of the women we're going to have on our podcast, Angel, she yes. talks about being this ever expansive human being. And I just think that's so beautiful. And I'm like, I just feel like that's who we're all called to be. Yeah. Um, like, it's like an unraveling of self. You know, it's like we have so many layers and following that curiosity is how you begin to know yourself, essentially knowing God, because, you know, knowing every like just knowing how intentional he is with design and how he created you to be. And I think it's so beautiful. Um, And you've been asking me questions that have allowed me to self-reflect and grow in ways that I never imagined. Um, So I thank you for operating in your power all the time and being dependable. Like I can count on you to be crystal all the time yeah you know what i'm saying so i think that's really beautiful i completely agree it's it's interesting that we're having this conversation now too because by the time this conversation comes out we will have shared about our anniversary theme which is root to rise Mm. and you are one of the amazing women that we are honoring and spotlighting as really embodying what that means so i love so much to hear you talk about expansion um I'm curious, like, how do you see the relationship between this idea of rooting and getting grounded in yourself, in God, um, connected to that idea of then the, the rise and the 
you know, ascension mm-hmm. that then happens. Yeah, I love that how word. Do you, how do you see those relation, those two things being connected in your own life? Um, very interestingly, a lot of what I used to be about is only rising. And I love that you start with the root because mm-hmm. especially when we talk about anything in the spiritual realm, we're always in our head. We're always looking kind of to get out of our bodies because we're not connected to who it is that we fundamentally are. Mm. And I believe the root is what allows us to feel that we can expand. It allows us to feel so stable enough so that we have our footing in something, but we're just able to continue to expand and and rise and, and grow from wherever it is that we're planted. Mm-hmm. I think even when there is um, transition, even when all of that is happening, you're still growing from that root system, mm-hmm. which is the foundation, which is the the cornerstone and, and why I think it is so important to work in the space of foundational healing. Um, if you don't know where it is that you're coming from or what it is that is the sole source of your supply, you'll just rise and disconnect from all. Wow. And that is what happens a lot in spirituality. There is just no embodiment of it. It is in the head. It is a lot of concept. It's not recognizing that we are the ones, we are the qualities that we're asking for. We are all of, we are the rise that we're asking for. We just have to connect to the fact that it is not outside of us. Mm, It is the root. It is the root manifesting itself through us and expanding itself through us. Wow. Girl, preach on today when you said (laughs) foundational healing like could you talk about what that looks like foundational healing I can talk backwards about it a Mm -hmm. lot of healing that I've seen and I use healing very lightly Mm -hmm. is to fix something yeah to create to bring something back to the standard foundational healing is this recognition that you are the standard that there's no standard to get to. There's no weight. There's mm. no height. There's no blood panel. There's none of that to get to. You are the standard. And the only idea is to understand what that is. Mm. Like what, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Not what do you do? Not what identity can you, I, what can you identify yourself as? What box can you put yourself in? Right. What yes. box are you jumping out of to get into another box? Yes. Those things are, are identities, which are really cool. They keep us very rooted. Um, however, I hope I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm almost forgetting what the question was. <laughs> um, oh, how about healing? Yeah. Foundational healing is understanding what that fundamental breath of our being is mm. and expanding on that. Wow. Because when we know what the foundation is, when we know where we're, where we're coming from, then nothing in life is happening to us. Mm. It can't be. Nothing's trying to knock us off. Everything is working together for our good. Whatever it is that you believe, there is a sacred text that says everything that is happening is happening for the the good of you, which is the yes. good of all. And when we really, really recognize that, understanding the foundation is the beginning point and why asking the questions of where did that come from? Where did that belief system come from? Where is this narrative? Mm-hmm. What What do you believe? And is it you that believes that? Or is it because somebody else told you that's what you should right. believe? Asking all of those questions is really, really important for you to understand what foundation am I willing to build upon? Because wow. you always have choice. Wow. That's powerful. What are you rooted in? 
I am rooted in the belief of wholeness. I am rooted in the one truth that I am perfect, whole, and complete. Yes. Amen. Lauren, what are you rooted in? I saw your head look at me, slow pan. (laughs) I knew this was coming. I'm happy you know. (laughs) I am rooted in the power of all of the phenomenal black women who have come before me. And because of that, the understanding that Crystal just articulated that everything is working together for my good. Absolutely. And everything is expanding on the good of those who have come before me and the good that I am putting forth into the world. That's powerful. I love that this is turning into like an intention and affirmation. Yes. So Dion. Uh Slow pan. (laughs) What are you (laughs) rooted in? I am rooted in, I am truly rooted in my belief in Christ and the fact that God has his hands on me and that with that, I am able to stand despite my circumstances um, and that I am ever expansive and that it's okay to be curious because God is able to show himself in a different light. When I, when I am coming out of this comfort or this box or whatever, I'm not limiting him. So that's, that's what I'm rooted in. This is beautiful because I'm about to go journal and a whole, (laughs) a whole, it's, it's inviting the question like, well, what is it? And it's, many things for all of us yeah and being able to clearly look at that you know we talk about intentions and values a lot on this, absolutely on this show and it's like all right if, if i just know what i'm rooted in like you were saying crystal from that place we can expand and from that yes. place we can take up greater space in alignment with those things yeah so this was great <laughs> i really like that we all answered that question because not only understanding what you're rooted in is important but if I understand what you're rooted in, mm-hmm. then my curiosity can be to expand that within you, not expect mm. you to be rooted in what I'm rooted in. Mm, I really yes. get to understand why you I do what that. you're doing, how you're doing what you're doing, and the beauty of yes. why you are moving through the world this way. If I don't know what you're rooted in, then then I think the foundation of my belief system is, oh, wow, she's not rooted in what I'm in, so how can I get her rooted in that way? Yes. But when you begin to ask everyone, what are they rooted in in whatever language that is? I can better understand you. Yes. And most people just want to be understood. Yes. And you understand people by asking them questions. Yes. Not because you want to point them in the right direction, but because you want to actually know the answer to the question you're asking. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. That just that's honestly beautiful. convicted me so much. Because I think that, like you said, you're you're asking these questions to better expand upon like what they're rooted in, not necessarily trying to convert them or mm-hmm. um, control or manipulate or um, ask them to ad- adopt anything that you find yourself rooted in. And I think that's very selfless, a very selfless way of being. Yes. And it's like how we learn from people, you know, and you, and it's how you appreciate and value people. Um, not from a place of, oh, this is what we have in common, but I can appreciate you because you're something completely different, but you have value still, you know? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. Mm-hmm. It's so counterintuitive to, to yes. what we learn and what we're socialized into so much. And um, it gets me to think <laughs> about a book that we have all read and are reading by Gary Zukav, The Seed of the Soul, where he talks about the difference between authentic power and external oh. power and how as a global culture, we're shifting 
more into authentic power, Mm -hmm. which is fundamentally rooted in compassion and Mm -hmm. instead of the manipulation and control, which you were speaking to. Right. And so it takes like, for most of us, it will take conscious space and like self-work to be like, okay, let me not try and, you know, utilize and try and utilize like my energy to Mm -hmm. like, to like enforce my own like belief system or like agenda right. onto this other person. Exactly. I mean, we do it within relationships with people that we love. We do it in relationships with people that we don't love. Yeah. Like, it's just a way of being that we learn very early on. So this gets me to think a lot about your uh-huh. passion, which is conscious Con- communication. Mm-hmm. So can you speak with us a little bit about, well, a lot of bit actually <laughs> about conscious communication, what that means and why it's, a beautiful practice. Conscious communication is, it can be described in a lot of different words. I consider advocacy, conscious communication. Many people do not even know how to communicate with themselves. And I saw a lot of this in private practice, asking people what it is that they wanted. Most people couldn't answer what they wanted. They could answer um, what type of service they wanted me to give them to fix them but to even communicate with themselves enough to know that this is what I want right now that is conscious communication it's having a conversation with yourself to move forward and create what it is that you desire most of us have the communication to know what we don't want Mm. and we all know that the mind does not really care what you do or don't want it understands where you're putting your focus so advocacy is One, having that communication with yourself and knowing how to communicate with other people in a very clear manner about things that are unarguable, that are that are within you saying, not projecting, but actually speaking what is within. And then there's also the interpersonal communication. And what I learned, especially in school, is that anybody in an authority role, um, typically wants to figure out how they can come in and help you. Um, Communication really starts with the conversation of hearing what someone is saying, then allowing that to integrate. That's when we start to listen. That's when we start to take what we hear and combine that with all of our experiences and our truths and our beliefs and our traumas and all of that. And then only if asked offer Mm. everybody's not crossing our paths Mm. for us to offer something in the way that we've been schooled in or that the world thinks that we're amazing in or anything like that everybody's not crossing our paths for that sometimes people are crossing your path literally for um a hug or just to be heard or whatever it is but throughout the training because a lot of life right now is how can you automate everything (sighs) which takes everything out of Um, the conscious space right Um, with that there is no conversation and it infuriates me Um, and one thing that came up for me especially when I was making this transition um, someone that actually met me through the podcast um, told me that her therapist told her to shut the f up and 
Um, that really, really, really infuriated me because when somebody, an authority figure can no longer control you anymore, they have to belittle you. And that is because there was no training in to actually hear what was being said, then listen, and then only if offered, only if there is an invitation into someone's healing process a, a bit more to offer. I know that that's not learned. That's the only way you can have power over people is for them to need you. Conscious communication is something that's very global, but what's very strong for me is the healthcare space because I'd been there for 15 years. I'd been, I started off where people would come in, they'd put a chart on the wall and I would look at the chart and I would already have a diagnosis, what was going to happen based on the chart. And I had no idea about their experiences, their truths, their traumas, what their cultural preferences were. Do you even like, do you want to be where you are right now? Did I even allow them to be where they were? at that moment. Mm. No, because you have to get back to the standard. And so conscious communication is really about one advocacy two people in the, and especially in the healthcare space, really understanding why they are where they are. Why are you even in this work? Do you consider yourself the healer? Do you consider the person that's choosing to heal themselves the healer? There's just so many questions to understand what your truth is and what your practice is rooted in. And then really understanding, are we even on the same page? Wow. Do we want the same thing? Um, and that moves us into spaces outside of healthcare and leadership and in religious institutions and all of these places. And, um, and I think this conversation can continue moving forward when we learn, honestly, the art of conversation the art of actually Mm. hearing what is being said there's so much more into that and I could go on days and days about that just because I saw the trauma and I talked about it on the previous podcast Mm -hmm. of how people weren't listened to and how they would come in and in the first 30 minutes work through something that they had been with their therapist and in all of the different medical fields and all of the alternative practitioners, it had never moved through because they were never even asked, is this where you want to be? Where is it that you're trying to go? What is the integrity of your healing process? And where, if, if or where it is that you want me to join in your sacred dance of healing? Mm. There was no question. It Mm. was just, let me give you this thing because I have, I have the answer and I'm here to save you out of your, your space. And that's what you're paying me for. I'm just speechless. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you said so much to unpack. Something I find really interesting about what you were sharing is related to the concept of control, you know, and how when you can't control someone, then you have to belittle them in order to, I guess, get what you want. So control is interesting to me because especially within the black community, like so much, so much of us grew up within and or inherited a lot of trauma that is just due to the systems of oppression that Mm -hmm. are abundant. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of us actually are trying to like release aspects that like we basically adopted as coping mechanisms, you know, to control situations and people around us. So how, like in a practical sense, and I know like the healing process is, it's like, it's a journey, but like, what are some 
things that you might offer those of us who are like, okay, I recognize that actually I'm the manipulative one. I'm the controlling one. And I want to start to like heal that and step into more conscious communication with myself. Cause I think that's so much about the self. It's like, if, if you like, I'll, you know, if I have to admit to myself, I'm controlling, then that is like a conscious communication with myself. And then mm-hmm. from there it's then, okay, let me try and consciously communicate with those around me that I recognize I've been manipulating or controlling or belittling. And maybe everyone's just so used to it at this point that mm-hmm. it's actually normal. So me now stepping outside of that is going to be like a whole new person, a whole new relationship, <laughs> you know? That's real. Conscious communication is rooted in curiosity because um, this is something that one of my teachers said to me that, you know, kind of changed my life. If we replaced judgment with curiosity, the entire world would change. And I'm messing up her words, but that is why we're controlling things um, because we judge ourselves. That's why we can't be curious because if we were curious with ourselves, we could become that failure, that failure that we judge everybody else as. Mm. Those are conversations and, and trips within ourselves that we're scared to move into. Um, yeah, that's that's really where it begins, becoming curious. You can't communicate with something when you already have an agenda. Right. You're not communicating. You are talking at someone. And I think another thing is we tend to control things because that are rooted in a scarcity mindset. We control time because we're afraid. Not We don't even say that we want something done on the day that we want it done because we want it done then. We say that we want it done at that time because we are, we're afraid that something else won't happen. Mm, or like a lot of a lot of the reasons why we're doing something is because we're afraid of the scarcity. We're afraid of lack and we're using all of these different constructs to make sure that we don't lack, not to have what we want, but to make sure that we don't lack. Wow. wow. And once again, the mind is going to go where we're putting the attention. So we're moving away from lack and we're actually creating more lack. A lot of the all of the parameters, I would say like 90% of the parameters that people create in is so that something else doesn't happen. Wow. Wow. Girl, you are reading me to the field right now. And Lauren, obviously, because yep. she keeps saying, wow. Because we keep looking at each other with these big eyes. Because <laughs> it's so real. That's how we can, we can learn to control less. I think being aware and being in alignment, not trying to balance everything. A lot of times it was like, let's balance, let's right. balance. Our job is to only flow. The entire universe is already balanced. It's doing what it's doing. We only need to flow, but we try to control that yes. so that something else doesn't happen. And then we're literally creating, we're using our conscious communication to create what it is that we don't want. Why not just focus on what we do want and allow when when we recognize that everything is perfect, whole, and complete. Everything is working for us, by us, as us, when we really recognize those things, then we let go of mm. what we don't want. Right. Yes. Crystal. Dion. I'm always so intrigued by you. How did you come into this awareness and this wisdom? 
Um, I would say that whole idea of curiosity has always been my thing. This is why when I was in school, school was easy for me, but it never allowed me to involve myself. Um, and now that I am in a program with Bodhi Spiritual Center, which I actually um, connected with via Lauren, um, I am in conscious leadership, which mm-hmm. is really for the first time ever in schooling. And I've been in school for a long time, really allowing me to expand. And so there are commitments that you allow yourself to commit to above the line or below the line. And we just really allow ourselves to be where we are. Um, that's really what's developing me in this space right now. Mm -hmm. But I've always been the person to really want to understand more than shift somebody else's awareness. Like it happens when Mm -hmm. I talk to people, their awareness does shift. I say that that is something that I'm really good at, but that's never my goal. I'm Mm -hmm. just literally continuing to asking you questions. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? Well, why do you believe that? Do you Mm want to believe that? Um, And I thought about that as I was a chiropractor I thought when people came to me, my question was, there's something about you that wanted to be in this particular situation. So my question is, is this true for you or is this not true for you? Is this diagnosis true for you or is it not? Because I need to know what we're going to expand. Mm. I'm okay with you wanting to expand whatever this diagnosis is. That is not something that I can do with you, but I would rather know that that's what you believe and that's what you want to expand than to bring you to a standard. I need to know where we're going. There's nothing that I can do for you that you won't allow. And I'd rather just continue having conversation because I'm very, very much aware that you will talk yourself into wherever it is that you're trying to go. Your body physically aligns to the core belief system that you have. So if there's any change that's ever going to happen, it has to happen in the core belief system. If we believe that spirit, God, universe, all that is, is perfect and that we are the form from which that is created, the only thing that changes is the narrative which we believe. Mm. And I found that the work has to be in shifting the narrative if you want to shift the narrative because the one that you have right now is bringing you this. Mm-hmm. And are you okay with that? Yeah. Or do you just want something to kind of make that narrative fit into another standard? Like, what do you want? Let me know what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm laughing at you looking at me. I know. <laughs> what are lot. you thinking? A lot of things. Give me one thing you're thinking about. I mean, you said something. What was it? You said something. <laughs> I knew I should have written it down when you said it. I mean, to oh. be fair, Crystal talked about 17,000 things. All well, you amazing. you said something about the line. Above the line and below the line? Yes. I guess, like, my question is this, and maybe this doesn't make sense, but so, like, the other day I, like, said to my boyfriend, I was like, I've grown so much this past year. Like, I'm so, like, proud of myself you know he's like I am too you know and if we consider that we're all that operating from your belief which I believe as well that we're already like whole and like perfect and like there's there's no lack essentially it's just like what we choose to believe right so then where does this like do you view 
I guess, a difference then between the ideas of like growth and expansion. And it's more about like, is there a difference? Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like, is my growth this past year as I perceive it actually just like more of a stepping into alignment with already who I am? And I just like healed that. Does that make, is what I'm saying making sense? Like, sure. <laughs> I'm done with Crystal. Do you feel that this year you have expanded into a greater version of yourself? Yes. Then that sounds to me like it would be expansion. Yeah. I don't believe there's a difference in the word. Um, it just depends on what you think growth is and what you think expansion is. Yeah. I asked you, did you feel like you expanded? And yeah. if the answer is, yeah, I feel like I expanded, then I would call that um, expansion. I don't often put the the ED on healed. I would say that you are healing mm-hmm. um, because I don't think that ever ends. Yeah. I think healing moves in different facets of our lives, but I don't, I don't know of a person that's completely healed. Um, I just think we're continually expansion. Right. Um, expanding. And I think we can get into the semantics of words. But for me, it's about the vibration that you have with the word. Mm-hmm. I think plants grow. I think plants expand. Mm-hmm. And I think someone could say the same thing. And and I think with a lot of words being thrown out now, especially like social media, and because that's what all of us see, we tend to define things. And that's just another box. It's, for me, it's like, what did you feel like? Mm. Um, use words that resonate with your body. Did you feel like I'm growing? Like I'm from five one to five two. Did I feel like I was expanding? Yes. And I think it's just ways of you communicating. Sometimes for me, the English English language is very hard for me to mm-hmm. use mm-hmm. to describe the feelings that I have. Yeah. And I think we try to always describe things and like find a definition with it. But the question is like. How do you actually feel? Right. And then I can resonate. Then I can resonate with the vibration of what you said. Yes. No matter what the word was. Yes. It's how your face lights up. Absolutely. I love that. I completely agree with you about language in general, too. You know, like there are so many things that we experience spiritually and just personal development wise that like language is completely insufficient. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just all about how you feel and there are these subtle ways of communicating how we feel with one another mm-hmm. that are sometimes like not like you can't even read it through a nonverbal. It's just like you like literally we we just were at um brunch this morning, Dion and I, and this man came over to like clear my table and I looked at her and I was like, girl, like do you ever just experience like a gentle energy from someone I was like that man was like so gentle Mm -hmm. you know like he said like he like mumbled under his breath something and I was like this is a gentle angelic presence next to me right now (laughs) and I appreciated it yeah you know sometimes there's just that vibe that energy that you sent Mm -hmm. and you know that how you saw him was a reflection of you but how somebody Mm -hmm. else would have seen him was completely different so that's why the words sometimes get us all confused because you were in a space of gentleness. You mm. were in a space to be able to see that mm. while someone else in a different space may not have been able to say that. Mm-hmm. So he was just literally the trigger for your thought to wow. breathe in what it feels like to yes. feel like someone gently cared for you. Ooh. Dang. Yes. That was so poetic. Good grief. Like, yes. wow. Wait, so how we see people is a reflection of where we are and who we are. Well, you can't call out anything that you don't know. 
your lips right now. But, you know, we talk about a lot of triggers. We only talk about like shadow triggers, yeah. but there are triggers um, that come. Everything is a trigger to trigger you into like, wow, that's love. That's what love feels mm-hmm. like. It actually triggered that love. It yeah. also triggered those tears. It triggered that fear. And it's so amazing that we can decide the triggers. That's all that. That is all that all the people are and yeah, all the things are. That's real. They're, they trigger us into this amazing thing. This is why you keep yourself around things that trigger things that you really want that's to true. see. You have that ability to choose those things and how everybody sees the same thing is very different based that's on their so experiences, traumas, and truths. Wow. Yeah. That's so real. Oh, my God. That's, that, that gives me to think about, like, my dad and, like, all the things that, he would do growing up that I was so annoyed by that my friends just found hilarious, you know, like yeah. I was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe. And like my, my friends would be like, your dad's so funny. I was like, what? But it's like, I had such a different relationship with him and to his, like his behaviors or the things that he would say than my friends did. And it's just fundamentally mm-hmm. always going to be different. But then that is my judgment of that is always a reflection then of myself and what I will allow and accept or not from myself and my own actions and behaviors and words. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 Um, I have a question because we talk about being whole and then we all, you talk about healing is this thing that will is perpetuated. How, what, what is wholeness? What does it mean to be whole? And if you are whole, why are you like, because we're constantly healing, I would think that being healed with an ED is where you've reached being whole. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So can you explain that to me? Like, how am I whole if I'm always healing? My truth yes. is that healing is an expansion. Healing is not something that happens because there's something wrong with you. Wholeness says that when you came into this world that you were a complete divine um, incarnation of perfection and that you are continually expanding upon that and that requires getting to know yourself Mm -hmm. even more and that is what the healing process is. Um, What I'm hearing is more of an innately broken system of healing comes in to fix what is wrong with you Mm -hmm. so you came into this world to get better or to figure something out or all of those different things so they're two completely different directions and so um most of what i saw was people wanting to heal their brokenness not expand upon the the wholeness complete imperfection mm. that was presenting at the time just because it didn't feel good or because it was against the standard it was let's fix that maybe i'll be strong enough to like yeah finally get somewhere but wholeness says in the midst of it all and it all is perfect that i am perfect and that i'm only um, that's why I say I use the word healing um, lightly, but I'm only expanding upon that. You cannot, if you multiply anything times zero or any anything times negative number, your expansion will be zero or something negative. Mm. In order for you to expand upon anything, you have to understand that you are perfect, whole, and complete. And that will expand upon itself. Wow. Everything else 
if you are lacking all of these different things and you say, I want to expand my territory, anything times zero is always going to be zero. If you're expanding upon the things that you don't have, anything times any negative number, right? it's always going to be negative unless you multiply it by another negative, a negative force that will bring in wow. what you consider positive. And a lot of people are living in, I have to get more negative and I have to have this to, to even get positive. My thought is if we recognize that we have everything that we're looking for, that let's just expand into that. And healing is becoming more aware of who you are, remembering who you are, not mm. finding yourself. You never lost yourself. You are a full expression of who you are supposed to be at this moment. There's nothing lacking. There's nothing wrong. It's questioning yeah. and being curious as to how, how, how amazing is the beauty of this moment? That's a curiosity. And when you do that, your entire aura changes. Yeah. That was us yesterday. I know, girl. All day yesterday, we were like, this is a magical moment. <laughs> this is something to be grateful for. And it just mm -hmm. allowed us to sink deeper into that which already was mm. by just naming it. Mm. Like It was just like an immediate. And it's amazing, too, because I feel like yesterday, like we shot, we uh, did a photo shoot with Ricky. And there was a moment where I was kind of zoning out and in my zoning out was just like realizing how beautiful it was that that was how we were able to spend our day. And I, as soon as I verbalized it, Ricky was like, I was just thinking that right now too. So I feel like also when you think about like energy and vibrations, like the more that you step into um, like, and just own again, that which you already are right. and just name like the beauty that is around you, you see that it's attracted back to you. Mm -hmm. You know, like the fact that I've been thinking about it in that moment and she was too, that was amazing to me. I was like, wow. Wow. That's it expands been so upon itself. Yeah. You're just really blessed. Anything is going to expand upon itself. You yeah. just get to decide what you're going to expand. Wow. All these mathematical equations. <laughs> well, <I> the only <laughs> equation, the only, the, the power, where you activate your power mm -hmm. is knowing that you always have a choice. I agree with that completely. You always have a consequence. And I, I just wrote about that this morning. So I love <laughs> that you're saying that. Alignment. Wow. That was so cool. So what are you looking forward to as you continue to journey deeper into conscious leadership and conscious communication? How are you anticipating serving others and expanding into your purpose by having conversations um all of the time i am literally in the space of transition right now and what is what is the call to action like what do i want people to do with me i want people to hire me to have conversation and um after i just sent in my license uh, sent into the board that I was going to make my license inactive, which was really a lot for me. Yeah. You know, this is what you work so hard for as the doctor. And for me, I, I'm committed to operating in my genius. I'm no mm. longer committed to being excellent anymore. I'm no wow. longer committed to being mediocre. Wow. I'm no longer committed to being good, but only committed to being in my genius. And the way that my genius operates is I hear very clearly from universe source God through other people. And so I can continue to expand And the way that I do that best is having conversation. And so I am now in the space of teaching 
full time and going back into the healthcare industry and having these conversations with the people that people trust their yeah. healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> um, two, because as a last resort, there was no reason that I needed to be a last resort for so long. There, no, there was no need for people to feel so mm. violated and so traumatized by yoga teachers. There was no need for all of that to happen, but it wasn't there. And so because I'm so um, excited about this, this expansion, I have to be the one to do it yeah. um, if there's a need to create it. So my current goal is to teach continuing education across the board from medical, the medical world, the religious institutions, alternative healing, and um, to essentially have the conversation. Yeah. Um, I can, I've, I've done a lot of keynotes, but my keynotes are always conversations. What is it that, what is it that we're expanding on? Yeah. And to continue asking that, what are we expanding on? I feel like that's what's going to change or e e um, evolve the the consciousness of the entire universe is to continue to bring that divinity out of people yeah. into the world. And who knows how this is going to lead into divinity school. We are um, moving forward. I don't want to go. I know that the, the place that I do want to go is divinity within um not necessarily in a in an approach that is very dogma related. Yeah. So really. I'm excited to to really bring divinity to healthcare, um, wellness, and the medical system. And I'm gonna do it full time. That's all that I am. That is all that I am doing right now. And I'm excited to even be having this conversation because I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. Yes. Crystal, you're so inspiring, and you just got my whole life together with that line, I am operating in my genius at all times. Like, not settling for just being excellent, good, or mediocre. Like, that really just convicted me, and, like, I'm about to go rearrange my whole life and ask questions. Yes. Explore this curiosity, like you said, and expounding on. Now I'm like, Dion, what are you doing? Right. Like, how can you expand more on in your genius, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that honestly requires that I cut out a lot of things, doing things just to do them or doing things just because they bring in revenue when there's so much more I could be doing and spending my focus on that's like my calling. I feel like yes. that's truly walking in your calling, what you're yes. doing. And so many people are going to be so, so many people are blessed by what you're doing. You're so great. Okay. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> what you what you just touched on that Crystal said yeah. gets me to think a lot about how so many people are depressed either clinically or, you know, going through a depressive season um, and anxious um, when they don't feel like they're rooted in their purpose, mm -hmm. you know? And that's certainly not the reasons for why everybody, and I'm definitely not a health professional, but <laughs> what I'm saying is I've talked with many people who say, like, when I found my purpose, like, my whole life changed, right? You know? And so this idea of operating in your genius and committing to that rather than excellence, which yep. I think a lot of us do exactly. and have prided ourselves on, like, I'm, I do everything with excellence and that's what makes me feel useful or that's what makes me feel purposeful. But it's like, no, if you commit, like you said, to operating your genius, that's beyond even excellence. Absolutely. Because like excellence is oftentimes determined by other people. Mm -hmm. you know, External. Like, exactly. Like validation. We, we talk and a lot like about like all these amazing opportunities and it's like, those are still a lot of times externally imposed and granted. Absolutely. And it's like, 
what would I do if I just lived in some like, well, we do. We live in this <laughs> place right now where um, there are so many choices. And I think increasingly we have to remember that we can and should just manifest for ourselves yes. in alignment with our genius. So, yeah, you totally. Girl. Another thing to journal about. Another thing mm-hmm. to, like, meditate on mm-hmm. and continue to because that. Like, I'm all about intentional living, and, like, that is something that I don't think that I have, like, truly inserted as part of my process for, like, dwelling on intention. Because that's, like, a whole different level. I know. It is a new level. 2019, (laughs) we are coming for you. Excellence is really safe. Excellence, you do very well, but it's still safe because then you can master it and you know what happens. Wow. Um, This is going to convince. But why is she reading? (laughs) Whether you see your your power internally or externally, the thing about excellence is you start to shut that down when you feel like you're excellent at something. You no longer, you can just get up and you can robot excellence. Wow. When you're in your genius, you 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 only expand what you just did what the next time that you have the opportunity it will be millions times better or expansive than where you were but when excellence we're still trying to automate we're still trying to be the best of the best and the thing is in your genius there is no best of the best because it's literally divine it's it's when you're in that moment and you you just have to be connected you're only connected in your genius excellence sometimes we just shut that down and we're like oh we're good at this we don't need to pray we don't need to meditate we don't need to do this that and other because i'm so excellent at Mm. and i'm so much Mm. better than everyone else at it and I wow. keep getting the results. Genius says, like, it, it's explosive. It is explosive because you, it is exceedingly abundantly beyond what you can even think to conceptualize. Wow. And you keep moving oh, into God. it over and over and over and over again. And that for me is being curious and having conversation. Girl. Do you see my hands? Okay, because, wow, all the points that were made, what you just said about we're only connected in our genius, it just makes me think about what, like, whenever I'm doing something, what am I, what am I praying about? Why, you know, why, when am I going to my prayer closet or meditating or just being like, God, I need you to come through because this is way bigger than I am. Instead of being like, oh, I'm at this level of excellence. I don't need to depend on you. Like, I'm, I'm pretty Gucci, you know, and that just, okay, Crystal, I'm just... Okay. I, I'm going to, I can't, I can't, so, I can't. I think this is probably part one of 18. Definitely part We're one. We're going to have you back. <laughs> part two. Um, well, yeah, this was, no, this was more like part 1.5. That's true. Okay, like, I like that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like a conversation. <laughs> so, Crystal, what would you offer as a closing kind of consideration to any woman listening who listened to this conversation is like, okay, well, now what? Yes, now what? What do I do to step more into my genius? Or what do I do to She's start more into wholeness? Like anything that we touched on, like what is like kind of a closing thought? Some, some place that you can really begin is really recognizing your wholeness. And um, a great way to do that is to acknowledge and, and maybe use it as a mantra, may I be 
that which I ask for. Um, If you're asking for abundance, may you be abundance. If you're asking for ease, may you be ease. If you're asking for consistency, may you be consistency. And, you know, write those things down in the space that, because it's okay that you feel like you're lacking those things, but how you move out of lack is to write all those things down and then write how grateful you are for them so that you can expand upon that. Because if you're seeing it in lack, which is fine, write down the, write down how grateful you are for that and then let that be where you expand from. Mm. There is nothing that you're lacking when you do it. And most times the reason why you think you're lacking is because you just really didn't take the time to be grateful for that which you already are. Wow. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Crystal. And so it is. And so it is. <laughs> so, Crystal, how can people stay connected with you and receive your divine wisdom channeled. You can stay connected with me via drcrystaljones.com and that is my handle on all social media platforms. And you just need to know that as Dion would say, Crystal speaks a word on today every day <laughs> through yes. her social media platforms. I love when you find someone who's using social media for not only good and positivity, but like realness. Right. And like you stay sharing things that are real and that to me are pushing forward things that we don't even hear about all the time within like the wellness and spirituality space. Mm-hmm. It's like you offer something distinct and different. So we're so grateful. All the time. You. I'm grateful for y'all. I love y'all so much. Love you love you. you. <laughs> wow. Well, wow. Thank you. And to everyone listening, we hope you got your life because we sure did. Baby. Okay. Breathe easy, y'all. Black Girl and Ohm creates space for women of color to breathe easy. You guys, we would like to thank our amazing podcast crew. Khalid B., thank you so much for an amazing intro. It's live and it's lit. I love it every time I listen to it. Keith, good news. You are such a phenomenal audio engineer. Thank you so much. Um, Valerie Titus Glover, our digital strategist on the podcast team. Girl, you are amazing. Thank you for your commitment. And to our amazing community members, y'all some real ones, day ones. We want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We love you, support you, and we are so grateful to share space with you.